and I saw her, and it was really slow mo. They gave me a maximum of 12 months to live. I so the ladies around me is what's created who I am now. Love so probably without them, I'd be nothing. Salam alaikum, Eddie. Welcome. I love being with you two. I really, really love it. Love Always smiling when you two are with me. <laughs> Go. Like Shoot with me. Well, we would like to welcome Eddie Fakri, an amazing, beautiful uh, brother and a family friend. Also a, mashallah, an astute influencer and a real estate agent. Uh, mashallah, very successful real estate agent in his own rights. Uh, uh, mashallah, like we've known you uh, most of our lives and uh, we're family, of course. You're married to our cousin. So yes. I knew you guys when you still had that green, was it like Hulk green car? <laughs> we, we called it the frog. The, the frog. frog. <laughs> yeah. No, you no, probably no. regret selling that now. Huh? <laughs> There's always regrets in life. Huh? <laughs> always regrets. I would love, would love to welcome you on the Safi Bros podcast and uh, would love for you to share with us your success story. And uh, as we've spoken before about success stories, it's all about you know your journey throughout life and uh, – the lows and the highs, and would love for you to start maybe at your younger age, you know, maybe you know high school, if or if you'd like to start a little bit later, you know, I'll I'll, I'll give the floor to you. And start in terms of what though? So your your journey, how did your you start? Journey. You know, what was your what was your focus in life? So let's say Lebanese you know, background. Look, with with most Lebanese people, you know that your parents want you to be a doctor or a lawyer. <laughs> so initially, it was my parents' start. Sorry, not my start. So my parents' start was okay, Eddie, you got to study like probably you two, yeah. and we want something to come out of you. So yeah. I never got into my own right, I think, until after I finished school. During the school time, it was almost about just all about curriculum and pleasing my parents. Oh. Like a lot of us, that's what we had to do. And it amazing. was always that focus on I've got to make sure I get an A. I've got to make sure I get an A. But then once you get beyond that and then your parents realise, okay, he's not going to be a doctor or a lawyer, you've finished year 12 now, <laughs> I think for most of us, that's when you shouldn't open up and be, then become yourself. And then yeah. I got into real estate very, very quickly. Very yeah. That was one of your first jobs? My first job, I was debt collecting for a company called Remington White. I don't think they exist anymore now. They, they, they merged with somebody else. But subhanAllah, everything you do in life, everything you do in life will lead you to somewhere else, even though you don't realize it at the time. Yes. So at the time, I was debt collecting. And so I was collecting from people who had nothing. So it was initially for the Vic, um, Victoria Bank. Now it's, you know, Commonwealth yeah, Bank. Yes, yes. But back then I was collecting money off people where they'd already liquidated everything and it was still a shortfall. Oh, wow. There might have been a shortfall of maybe, say, fifty or 60000 would come onto my desk and I had to chase people to pay when you know you can't really threaten them with anything because they've already been liquidated, everything's already been taken. Oh, wow. And you want them to get a, um, on a payment scheme. And so pretty quickly you get to learn, okay, is this one here? Is there any money to be made out of it or do I delete the file? So moving forward, when I get into real estate, you, you very quickly understand, okay, is this person ready to buy or aren't they ready to buy? So that's where you picked up your skill sets. So the negotiation skills you get from someone who really they've got, they've got nothing to there's, – there's no advantage for them to make any payments and yet you're wanting to make a payment. Compare that to somebody who wants to buy a property – it's completely different. Wow. And when you first start off, you work really, really hard. We all worked really, really hard doing what we did. And I was doing it for $30,000 a year. Wow. And um, the guy next to me, he'd be on personal phone calls all day and he was earning the exact same amount that I was earning. But I didn't care about that because I just wanted to make sure that I was the best I could be. Mm. So the brothers and sisters, if they get anything out of this, if you're in a job that you're not really um, seeing that you're getting rewards for, still work as best as you can. Because that'll lead to something else. Yeah, it's very important that. that you just do the best that you can do. Um, I always ask people, look, you know, who's self-employed, who's not? And a lot of people will say, well, no, I'm working for someone. The answer is we're all self-employed. Even if they, they got, you know, your staff that work for you, they are self-employed. If they've got the mentality that they're working for you, they're never going to get anything beyond that. We're all self-employed. So while they're working for you, they're going to still better themselves. Yes, 100%. And an hour a day towards personal development is absolutely huge. Now, that hour a day that people do towards personal development, that's not in the, in the um, employer's time. It's in the employee's time. Yes. So after hours, you should always allow an hour a day towards personal development. Oh. Brian Tracy said that. So he says, this, is, this, this really works. It worked for me. You spend an hour a day towards personal development in your chosen field of expertise – after one year, you'll be one of the best in your area. Wow. Yeah. After a few years, you'll be one of the best in the country. After several years, you'll be one of those ones that gets um, like the expert. You know, they call you yeah. on yeah, CNN or whatever it is as the expert. You mastered it. That's what it is. 
And it's very, very easy. And it could be whether you're cleaning, doing podcasts, doing burgers, doing real estate. So how long did you do that for? How long were you collecting? So I was at um, Remington White initially. Then I went to um, General Motors, did oh, the wow. same thing then for their cars. And so when I was at General Motors, I used to park in Hodel Street. They were in Commercial Road. And there's a big park there. And I used to make a dua from the, where I parked my car to the office. And then when I finished the day, same dua back, just asking to get a, a job close to my home. I hate traffic. Can't stand traffic. If now I have to go into the city for something, I'll spend the night in the city. I'll get a hotel and I'll stay in the city. Wow. Any training I do, I just don't like traffic. So, subhanAllah, this real estate came to me from my house to my office is four minutes. Wow. And so that dua I made in that park every single day, twice a day, subhanAllah, just when you reflect and you see all these duas you've made and how much of them come true, it's amazing. Amazing. Wow. amazing. I, I say the key to receiving is just ask. Oh, of course. And that's the beginning of receiving, really. Yeah. Receiving begins with asking. 100%. How are you asking? I, would, but, I, I, I always ask. But, but also, it's exactly like anything. The consistency is proves that he's needing it. Yeah, he's, he's Because really people forget. It. They ask once and it, there's, there's, no, there's no follow through. So in, anything, yeah. in anything, in anything, in general, in work. Like I, we've got a lot of people coming up to us, oh, I want a mentor. You can get mentored. If they ask me only once, I don't. The third time is when I take somebody on. Yeah, but you know when you ask yourself that thing, you know that the for, for people that are watching this, you've got the conscious, you've got the subconscious, and you've got the unconscious. So any thoughts that you put from your conscious to your subconscious, that goes into the unconscious. So if you only say it once to yourself and that's it, and like if you make a dua just one time and that's it, so oh no, that most likely that won't happen, exactly yes, what you're saying. Yes, but if you make that dua constantly, your, your, consci your conscious is putting it into the unconscious. Yes. Once it gets into the, subcon sorry, into the subconscious, once it goes into the unconscious, it can happen. Yes. Amen, amen. So we've got to do that. And that's why oh, I think Lord. prayer is so important for us. Amen, amen. I, was, I was at a, uh, at a seminar once and a guy was talking about how many times, how many times do people say that, write their goals? And everyone had their hand up for once a year. When it came down to how many times, less than once a year, not many people did it. Then he saw me still up and he said, okay, who does it every day? And I still had my hand up. He couldn't believe it. And then I just, and I said to him, no, I do it five times a day. And they, they, no one does their, their, their um, goals five times a day. But as a Muslim, we when you pray, <laughs> there's no way I do a prayer and not make a dua for myself at the end <laughs> of it. <laughs> so we, we want to ask for it as, as, as much as we can. <laughs> Look, I, I, I always want to... Alayyarham, the people who have passed away, and Ishfi, the people who, who are around us that are sick. Yes. But there's always a little minute that's just for me. Alhamdulillah. You know, just for the best in this world and the best near hereafter. And there's always a deal that I want to get over the line. There's always, you know, something I want to get right, and I'm always doing it. Five times a day, that as a, uh, as a motivational thing for yourself and your, for your unconscious becomes true. It's amazing, amazing. So, so the prayers we tool enough. So, so Pana, the prayers we're doing are really for us. They're not for Allah SWT. They're for ourselves. And so if you, if, if, you, if you cut it up and you dissect it more, you'll realize that when you're making that dua five times a day, it is so powerful for yourself. Yeah, hundred percent. Thanks, Eddie. I appreciate this beautiful. Yeah, I think it's, uh, beautiful. some some really good key points. Inshallah, we yeah. can utilize. <laughs> yeah, it's, so well, from that transition, so why real estate? What? So, did, I want, so the I only want, thing was no, close, brother. I, I just made a do anything close. Okay. I, I really, I didn't know about real estate then. I was just thinking, bank, I was thinking a bank teller. Wow. Because a bank teller is, you know, the bank, there's always a bank next to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd sit there and just, <laughs> you know, be just the life of the party. So you never had that, like that vision of Never focus. had an aspiration to do anything other Allahu than no Akbar. traffic near my office. Wow. That was it. Allahu Akbar. That was it. And so what happened? Zara saw an ad. Zara's your, for people who are listening, Zara's, Zara's first your cousin. cousin. First, first cousin. First cousin. So she saw an ad and said, why, why don't you try this? I said, okay. Is that close? Yep, it's close. And that was it. Did a couple of interviews and then uh, was a six month process to get into where I am, was under that Genman system, if you guys remember yes, back then. It was yes, very hard yes, to get into that. Yes, yes, yes. And then they selected me. And uh, so what had happened, um, that first year in real estate, I earned three times what I did in my other job. Wow. And wow, so wow. once that happened, I started calling all my friends saying, listen, guys, you got to get into real estate. So any young person now, the harder you work in real estate, the more you can pr progress. I remember you said to, I remember you said you two boys need to get into real estate. Yeah. I remember I, at a very young age you said that to said you boys need to get into You're real estate. You're hard workers and it, it's just um it's very rewarding. It is. It so is a very rewarding hard. job. Yeah. But in that first year, so I followed that principle of an hour a day towards personal development. Because I heard Brian Tracy talk about it. And I thought, okay, I'm gonna do that. And subhanAllah, at the end of that year, I was the uh, uh, the rookie of the year. So in real estate that year, I was the best out of all of them. And I thought, wow, this thing actually works. And I continue to do it. 
continue to do. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So, so take us through that journey of transitioning. So you've transitioned from the debt collecting through to uh, real estate, and then you moved up in that real estate game. Mashallah, like you, you did some I was amazing fortunate stuff. enough that I worked for a small company, and so sometimes working for a small company isn't a bad thing. Because sometimes you look, I was at General Motors, and General Motors is a huge company, and I think they've sort of foreclosed here. Yeah. So upon Bill Schlink, the young guy the, with the one or two staff, I end up taking over the company and um, just earning a really good income to and support my around. family from it. Yeah. And still around. Yeah. So around. it just shows you. So it, if somebody's passionate about what they do and there's an energy that you can see in that person. So if someone's working for you and they can see there's passion and there's energy from you, it'll resonate. And the one so, thing I've got to make really, really clear is you can't get wealthy working for a poor boss. 100%. So that's very, very important for people to see. So if they see you guys are successful, they can't see that as a negative thing because if they, you can't get, honestly, the, if the, anything that they're going to get out of it, you're not going to get um, wealthy working for a poor boss. 100%. So you need to have your boss to be somewhat successful um, and then you can progress with them. I 100%. think so. 100%. Um, I think one of the most beautiful journeys that we've shared as, as you know, as family really is, what is I think your, your journey, you know, fighting cancer. And, uh, and first think, one coming to Islam Coming as well. to Islam, of course, before that as well. So, yeah. The, Besides that, you, now let's get the truth out. Did you only come to Islam for my cousin? No, what had happened is... Look, we went to Northcote High. I was an all-boys school. My dad wanted me to be an all-boys school because he needed one of his kids to be a doctor or lawyer. We've spoken about that earlier. Yes. So now all of a sudden they introduced girls when I'm in year 10, <laughs> transitioning to year 11, and it was four or five of them and your, your two cousins, Howa, Howa and, and Zara, Zara were there. Mashallah, Leon. And so um, I was thinking, wow. And it was like, it was like uh, The Bachelorette because they had all these guys <laughs> and they were only with these few girls. <laughs> so our attention went from the, the Miss, Miss whatever her name was, the, the, the teacher, to, to these girls at our age. Hello, hello. And, and Northcote. At Northcote High. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I'd, I'd watched from a distance for a little while. But what had happened, I was in class with Zah, with Howa. Me and Howa were in the same same class. Okay. I didn't for, know that. Form room, you know, at the, early, at the start of the day, at the end of the day. And so then I saw her sister and I saw her and it was really slow-mo. You know, when you, there's some, you know those movies where there's slow-mo. So your cousin, I would always see her in the slow-mo coming towards me. And so I was too scared to talk to her. Love. So I said to Howe, I said, look, you've got to try and get me with your sister. And Howe was super sweet about it. She was never like, mate, grow up. She was like, yeah, okay, we'll try, we'll try. She was very sweet. And so you so, knew Howe before, Zara? Well, me and Zara were in the yeah, same so, class. So we had some form of relationship. Yeah, but I was too scared to, to speak to Zara. Oh, wow. Every time I saw her, I was just, I just was, couldn't, couldn't speak. Yeah. And oh, then wow. so, I just, it happened. And, um, but, you know, all this one brings people to Islam in different ways. Yes, yes. For me... It was through your cousin. She oh. was just, it was just, it was just amazing. She was, oh. it was love at first sight, really. She's always had a beautiful soul, mashallah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even yeah. as a young girl, like, you know, as, as kids, I remember her, she's always had that beautiful soul about her, mashallah, that it resonated, you know. We saw her. A hundred percent. She was a beautiful, yeah. beautiful girl. What had happened with her, and I'd mentioned it to her only years later, um, I bought her a watch that I kept and I'd never spoken to her yet. I'd bought a watch like a year early almost. Wow. And uh, she, I'd never spoken to her. I was always, and my friend was saying, but when are you going to give it to her? And I was like, no, no, no. I don't know. And they're like, but you don't even know her. And I said, no, no, she's going to get this watch. I've still, I've still got that watch now. She oh, doesn't wow. wear it, but and it's <laughs> under, the, <laughs> under the house, but it's still there. So wow. That's amazing. So, so yeah, right. yeah, you plan. You know, sometimes we just know something's going to happen. Subhanallah. Yeah, in your brain, you just know it's going to happen. And subhanallah, oh, I did. How was my cousin with you? Very standoffish. But as soon as she knew I was I was Christian, she was very standoffish. Wow. She didn't want to have a bar and meet for one whole year straight. Wow. Every wow. day I would follow her when, wherever she would sit, I would sit and I'd have lunch. And I'd try to say, well, why don't you want to date me? Why don't you, she just wouldn't, for a whole year. So yeah. upon, and then eventually And then she what gave happened? Did, 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 you, did you come to Islam before marriage, after marriage? What, what took no, place? No, well before marriage. Okay. Um, I just... I know this, but for the audience, yeah, that's so, why I'm asking that question. So what had happened, you know, Zara said, look, we, we, can't get in, we can't get serious because I'm Muslim and you're Christian. And then at that point there, that's when you want to try and explain how beautiful your own religion is, right? I don't know if it's happened to you guys, but if you're ever talking to someone that's a different language, different, different, different religion, faith, yeah. you then want to focus on your own religion. You want to study your own religion yeah, yeah, yeah. to be able to come back to them with more. Yes, yeah? 100%. But then um, the more I studied my religion, the more I saw some faults in it. 
Subhanallah. Wow. And so then, then I went into trying to find faults into the Quran. I didn't find it. I started doing more homework outside of that. See, John Miller once said, he who knows only his own side knows little of that. He's a philosopher. Yeah, so what that means is that if you only know your side from your point of view, there's no way you're going to ever know what the other exactly guy's thinking. 100%. So you need to know the other guy's point of view from their point of view. It's only then that you can work out whether what you're saying is right or not. So then I went with that. Wow. I thought, hang on, let me try and study that. If I study that from that side, then at least I'll know my point of view on my side. Subhanallah. And it just, um, and then. How, how long was that transition? How long was, how long was I reckon maybe six or seven months. But I was, stu- wow. I was studying theology at Melbourne University at the yeah. same time. You've always been a deep thinker, Mashallah. Yeah, yeah. He's always, always been always a deep studying thinker. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was good. Subhanallah. But yeah, it's kind of like uh, you know, Sinead passed away and she studied theology herself. And she speaks about the only you know, the only true you know, reality of any religion is goes back to Islam, Subhanallah. And, and she said that. It does. Know, yeah. You know, because sure. if you follow theology, you'll understand. And the auth- authenticity that we can, like with a lot of books, you can't work out where, where the origin was. Yeah, 100%. And if you look at Christianity, and I want to go into that part but out of respect for the Christians out there, but, you know, December 25th, that's got nothing to do with Jesus. Jesus was most, most likely born in August. It's mm. the sun god Mithra, and you can go into all of that, and yeah, the Father, yes, Son, yes, Holy yes, Spirit. Yes, yes. Let's not go into all of that. Yes, yes, but yes. for me, it just made more sense to me for to, to be Muslim. What was that? What, the, like, in, as, like in a there's always one point you know, where, you know, where we, we, you know, there's, there's that change in your life. What was that point that you said, oh, wow, that's, that's the key. Islam is the right. Do you, do you remember when you were growing up in science class, they'll show you that photo. It was like a shake photo. When you see it and you'll see an old lady, an image of an old lady. And then I'll say to you and you say, no, all I see is the old lady. And yes. I say, well, look at it this way. Yeah, and you look at it a different way. Then all of a sudden you see this young lady. Have you, did you ever do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yes. all of a sudden you see this. It's the same thing was with me. So I was looking at my deen in one way, but then when they said, well, look at it this way, the same deen became Islam. Wow. wow. So Christianity, that same picture, when it was just changed, tweeted a little bit. It was it was Allah Islam. Allah. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like a com- wasn't a new something new. Fresh no, no, it was you. just that same same photo that I was looking at it one way, and I thought, okay. But then as soon as I looked at it a different angle, mm. it was just it, it and it's uh, uh, it totally resonate because yeah. we we know his parents dearly. His yeah, mom that's the father, picture there. It's yeah. bringing, uh, you know that we, we we recall looking at that. There you know? go. So that yeah. one, he, some people see that as the old lady, yeah. and then some people when they look at it will see the uh, yeah, the young, the young one. So it's the same picture. Yeah, I love so it. So with uh, with me, it was just the the din was the same. Like you know, um, Jesus being born from a miraculous birth. Allahu Akbar. Jesus is still ascending back down to uh, to to earth. There are all these things which were just tweaked a little bit. Yes, yes. So some people say to me, "Oh, uh, in in why did you become Muslim?" This is on 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 TikTok or whatever it is. I, I'm I'm confused now. Are you Christian or are you Muslim? And I say, "Alhamdulillah, I'm Muslim." And I say, "Oh." you know, um, uh, Jesus still loves you. And I say, of course, Jesus, Jesus loves all Muslims. <laughs> but they think, because a lot of them don't realize yeah, that, yeah, you know, as, as Muslims, the continuum we the love them. Yeah, Maryam, which is St. Mary, there's that a whole chapter area, man. Yeah. In, 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 in the, um, in the in Quran. Quran. So yeah. there's a lot of things that they don't know. Yes. He who only knows his own side knows little of that. Yes. So they don't realize there's all this other stuff. Do you know what I mean? They say Jesus is going to still come down. He is. We know that. You know what I mean? So they don't, they don't want to know, they don't want to know from your point of view. SubhanAllah, Eddie was part of the, alhamdulillah, the fortunate ones that brought, Ahmed did that to Australia as well. Yeah, yes. so what we Subhanallah. That yeah. there in itself was a huge, huge thing to do. Yeah, and then we had to try and find somebody who'd want to debate against him and nobody wanted to do it. We found a guy, I think his name was Professor, we- Professor Weeks, and we found him in, I think, Ballarat. Wow. And he was kind enough to come down. He was a Christian uh, lecturer. He was kind enough to come down. Um, but I feel as though we probably should have mentioned everything to him because I don't think he knew the style of – he just thought it was going to be like an academic debate where – you know, everyone says their point of view, mm. and it was more. But have you ever seen Ahmed Didad? How he, it was. It he's was, very, uh, yeah. He's very, he's very, he's very confronting. And and then as soon as so, uh, Dr. amazing. Well, Doctor <laughs> Week started off, and you know, it was very professional. It was a re- really re- good good lecture. And then he sat down, and they introduced uh, Ahmed Didad. Now everyone in the audience just started exploding. Yeah, a lot of like when going crazy, and everything he said, he's going crazy. And this guy and his people are sitting there thinking, okay, I think we've just been duped into this. I don't think we duped them, but I think they should have, or we should have let them watch a few of their 
few of his debates yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So even till today, when people tell me that, I think, okay, I should have probably done that a bit differently. Subhanallah. So you live and learn it. Yeah, I should have done it differently. I should have told him the, the, the aspect of how it is. Yeah. I don't think he felt comfortable afterward when he did it. Wow. Yeah. I regret that. Subhanallah. I love it. Eddie, well, mashallah, like, there's so much we can talk about. We can be here for two hours, but we got to... Man, okay. do, the, do the two hours. People, people have already switched off. It's just, it's just us now, boys. It's just I us. Love it, man. Look, like, I think, you know, one of my most memorable moments with you is sitting by your bed. I remember reading Quran for you. And I, I remember so vividly, like, so well. Like, I was sitting next to you. I was in that bed. And, you know, we, we, people were saying, like, you know, we're saying goodbye, you know. People saying like Eddie, and yeah, Eddie, yeah. Eddie, 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 Eddie's gonna leave us, you know. Mm. I remember those days, and I, and I remember I was yeah, there I every day, every day at the hospital. There's there's those really powerful yeah, moments. Take us through that journey. What took place? So that was a age? blessing for me. So subhanallah, you, you know, I was young when I got sick, and alhamdulillah, I think that's a blessing. And looking at it now, I, I get goosebumps when I think about it. But looking at it now, you see it was a blessing. Amen. But at that time, I, I was really steadfast in my dinner. I said, well, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If I'm meant to pass away now, I'm going to pass away. But I didn't allow that to to, to become me. Allah, I would make dua every single night because for those that don't, that don't know, we'll just we'll just put it out there. So I had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. They was mantle cell. There's no cure for mantle cell, and they found it at stage four B. They oh. gave me a maximum of twelve months to live. I remember that? I remember that's that. just that's just science, complete fact. It was. And so um, they said, Eddie, it doesn't seem like you're you're accepting it. And I said, look, I'm not going to die any any earlier than the time I'm prescribed to die. I mean, Allah. But I can still change that date. And so upon, I would do dua every single night, every single night for me to get old and gray and see my grandchildren every single oh, night. Allah. Now, it was written, it was written for me to pass away in 12 months. Mantle cell, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, there's no coming back from that. And it's the 4B, it's everywhere. It's it all was everywhere. Allah, Akbar. There's no coming back from that. But I knew that our creator, subhanAllah, he, even though he created everything 70,000 years before the earth, corner by corner, he could just, with the stroke of a pen, he could change things. And I would pray every single time, every single prayer, you know, the power of dua five times your, um, your, your goals is to still be here now, talking with you guys. And, and it happened. So that what happened, they did a they after maybe six months of chemotherapy, they did another bone bone marrow biopsy where they screw into your back and take out the bone marrow, and then they turned around and they, and it was upon it was after I had some zam zam water and I made a dua the night before, whether that was it or not I don't know, Love but I, they they did it and I said Eddie, we think it's been misdiagnosed and we think you've got this other one that we can now cure. Love that was six months after that. <laughs> yeah, it changed their mind. <laughs> yeah, they said they they call it misdiagnosed. I call it a miracle. Amen. Um, it is. A those people around me, everyone else praying we around Allah, me. Allah, but we saw it. Allah, it was just Allah. and it was just amazing. But I still had to do this bone marrow transplant. But Subhanallah, what's interesting for me, and when I think about it, and it's just amazing, is I'm this little creature who would pray to his Creator, and then with a stroke of the pen, it wasn't just getting me better. See, that's that's not it. There's all of this. Everything else would have had to be changed. So I, I'm not passed away now. Have you guys watched um, uh, Back to the Future? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how when he was younger and he changes <laughs> one little thing like that and the rest <laughs> of the Everything changes. Everything changes. changes. Afterwards. Yeah, of course. So subhanAllah now, Allah subhanAllah, what he's done for me, everything had to change. Yeah. Like sitting here and having to write this in there. This but, is, this is yeah. now part of having to change that. But it's so easy. But for me that he's done that, SubhanAllah, how can you not be grateful and amen, want to pray amen. five times a day for that? Allah, Allah. Because it's all changed from tw- how long was the go? It's been 15 or 20 years since I did the oh, bone marrow transplant. So now everything else had to be re- rewritten. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, of course. Amazing. Allah, Allah. But mashallah, like, like, it wasn't only that. I think it was a lot of actions that you did. You gave away a lot of sadaqah, I remember. I remember like you were doing, your family, everyone was doing so much for you. Mm. Like you, you absolutely rallied the whole family, I remember. Like all of us were there. You know, your wife, Allah Akbar Zara, mashallah, how yeah. strong she was throughout that process, you know. I like, well, I, 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 I take my head off to I take, too. Wallah, I, remember, Allah Akbar, I remember, I, 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 I remember wallah, what she, what she was, how strong she was. Yeah. I was it made me so proud yeah. to be her cousin, Allah Akbar. The, the women in my life have, have, have created who, who I am today. So my sister initially gave me her bone marrow. Yeah, so my inside, I went from O positive to A positive. So my internal blood. And my, that's running through my veins now is my sister's. My mum, she gave me her kidney because, I, as you know, they gave me all the wrong drugs in the, yes, in the, yes. uh, at the Alfred Hospital. Yes, and then, that's right. Or, you know, extra drugs or drugs that were affecting me in certain ways and they didn't realise it until too later that uh, my kidneys that were healthy kidneys fell asleep. 
So Subhanahu, I, I was doing, a, I just did a bone marrow transplant, getting over that, and then all of a sudden they're talking to me about dialysis, and I have no, what's dialysis mean? I don't know what dialysis means. Um, and then all of a sudden I'm doing uh, dialysis four times a week, needles in my arm. I remember that. Wow. And you can't move for five hours your arm, and how do you, you can't drink water, you're not allowed to do anything because, you know, you'll drown internally. So that in itself, I think that was harder. I remember dialysis I remember, yes, was harder for me than cancer. I remember speaking cancer. to you in that process. You remember because I actually visited you. Yeah. It's physically draining. Physically draining. Mentally. So it's like running a marathon every second day and then you've got to go into work. But apart from that, you know, seeing somebody drink and eat what they want. See, when you're, when you're on dialysis, you can't have stone fruit. And I love stone fruit because, you know, it's got too much potassium. Wow. You can't have fish because of the phosphate. There's a lot of things you can't have because your body can't break it down. And so it was a very… Um, things we take for granted. Huh? Yeah. So it's literally I was like fasting for, say, uh, four years straight. Now, subhanAllah, I don't fast now because of all the tablets I have. SubhanAllah. Um, but I sort of had that four years, four and a half years of dialysis, which… Um, oh, and you'd see other people, you'd see them drinking and you want to drink water, but you're not allowed to drink it. Wow. It is, isn't that amazing? Like it teaches Simple you so like much to be like steadfast, you know, like not many people can handle that kind of pressure and, and it teaches you like, you know. And it, come out of it. hundred percent. But I don't think anyone's given anything that they can't overcome. I hundred percent agree with that. And, so yes. on, and when, when you're at your lowest, you know, I heard someone, a lecture once, and it said, oh, and angels are laughing when you're at your lowest because they're thinking he doesn't realize what's still to come. <laughs> so oh. for me, I was praying because with me, my motivation to become successful was that, um, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm young now and I'm going to pass away and I'm leaving a lot of burden on my wife. And I have a young son and I don't want my wife to have to go around and ask people for money. I remember oh, you said wow. that. I remember you telling me that. So I never, that was my, um, that was my driving force then to say, okay, I don't know how long I've got, but I need to plan myself so that my wife will never have to ask anybody, subhanAllah, for anything financially. SubhanAllah. And that's what, and if you've got a motivational factor like that when you're young in your 20s, by the time you're 40, it's there. Mm. It's Amazing. just there. Amazing. So a negative thing for me became a positive thing. Yeah. Um, but you know, um, and how long was that? How long was that period of finding we, cancer, getting out of? So I, was, I had cancer total? from 2001 and I did my bone marrow transplant in December, 2006, wow. all of 2007, I was at the Alfred hospital. So I lost my, anything that could go wrong, went wrong. Um, if you guys remember yeah, that I lost the ability to walk, yes. I lost my eyesight, I only saw silhouette and I couldn't talk. So luckily, now that's why in English, I was really good at English and now when I was in the, in hospital, I had to write everything. So you have to write and explain how you're feeling to the nurses. You need to, to talk to your family with with handwritten gestures. So everything that you do in the few in the past comes sometime in the future. Subhanallah. Yeah. Subhanallah. And so then I was on dialysis after that for until 2010, and I got my mum's kidney. Wow. Mum donated her kidney. And the story about my mum is that when we were, when I was at the Alfred Hospital for that whole two years, for the Everything that could go wrong with, went wrong with the bone marrow transplant. My mum was there, but on Monday to Friday, she'd have a bed there. So she was sleeping all the way through, and then Zara would come because Zara was working full time, and then Zara would come on a weekend. Yes. And so the ladies in my, um, and then my sister gave me her, her bone marrow. So the ladies around me is, is what's created who I am now. Allah so Allah without Allah. them, I'd be nothing. Allah Allah Allah. Allah. Yeah. And then all the other sisters would come and help and support, and, and my brothers. No, but the ladies were the ones that really Allah. have kept me here. They're, they're a part of you. It's big time. So my, still my sister's running through my blood now, and my mum's kidneys in my body <laughs> now. Allah. Isn't that amazing? It's, it's, it's beautiful. Look at, look at the magic of giving and the beauty of giving mm. and, and receiving and, and the, the gratitude that we can have for that. No, I'm just, yeah, humbly, I'm over the moon. So when you ask me about my, what, what, how, how do I define success, which is uh, what this is all about, for me, it's making sure every, I can do everything I can to help all those people around me and elevate them. That to me is success. Okay. Because someone who gets right to, the, wants to be at the top and see everyone else down, that isn't, that isn't success at all. If you want to be successful, you need to raise all those people around you okay. and elevate them. Okay. And that's why I'm really, really passionate about supporting small business. And my social media is all about trying to support other people and highlighting them. And the fact is, I, sh I show your brilliance. And as a result of that, people are actually liking what I do. Yeah, but, but if you look at what I do, it's, it's nothing really. I'm not showing anything that I do. All I'm doing is, is showing 
and the highlighting all these other terrific people around me. Wow, that's oh, amazing. So, but yeah, so when it, did that take place? So initially, I was just doing uh, social media for me. It started off as just a joke because I thought, you know, what these people are these serious social media? At the start, I thought it was an absolute <laughs> joke, but it gets you. It gets you. So and and, and, and it did. So yeah. I, I started doing what's called uh, selfies. Remember that? It was the yeah. selfie king. Yeah. <laughs> so somehow, because I never used to like my photos, I'd be at a party and someone take photos, and I'd look at it and think, oh my god. All your, focus on, all your focus is on yourself and you don't like it. Then I thought, how can I overcome this? And I thought, the more photos I take of myself, the more my brain realized, that's you, Marty. That's you. Yeah? <laughs> so so I started taking photos of myself and doing selfies just like that. And then people would be in the background. Wherever I could get in the background, I'd get in the background. I remember. Got to a stage, as soon as I get my phone out, you'd have people rushing to get into that selfie clip. And I became oh. the selfie king. But how long can you do so? you got, you got to evolve. you got to evolve. <laughs> <laughs> Photos are gone. Videos come, brother. So then, so then the, the videos came. And I started doing videos of me, you know, vacuuming and doing the things that Zara makes me do because I used to hate it. And they're like, okay, at least if I put a camera there, I can entertain myself. And I used to do what's called laundry folds every Wednesday. So oh, yeah. I'd put my camera there. I'd put on social media. I'd just fold the laundry. And at the end of it, I, I, would, I would enjoy doing it. Um, oh, wow. And then vacuuming and doing that. And then from that, it started going to look um, uh, promoting Small businesses, because mm. I, you know, what that was Dan the first Andrew. business that you did. So the first, uh, look, you know, the, to be honest with you, the first ones I would have done would have been with the camera, and it was just photos back then. So mm. it was part of the selfie king. Then when I used to have the food, in, yes. and I used to have the, yes, and I take myself with the food. So that's when it all started. I couldn't even tell you when what the first one was. Yes, yeah, but it was never about that. It was always just about just getting the word out to the community about yes. small business generally, because yeah. it's important. You know, people like yourself, right? You're a small business. So when somebody's, um, uh, their child wants to get a, a couple of hours part-time work, it's not the large corporation that's given it to them. It's, it's people like you, local to the community, that are going to give them a few hours while he's, while he's at school. Yeah, 100%. The mum who wants to go back to work, it's people like you that will give them a couple of hours. It's not the corporate in the city. That's right. So th these, and then I don't understand why we, we focus on a corporate rather than Small business, because small business. business is the veins of our community. 100%. 100%. So without small community efforts to help small business stay alive, they're going to fall down. Yeah, It's a community thing to say, okay, what can we do to keep small business alive in Australia? And so every night, as you know, I'm out there trying to promote something about just trying to make sure that people know that this place exists yeah, and you can shop like, here. Like like, how much effort does that take, bro? Like, I'm a, like every time we're very out as family, very passionate. Like you see how much effort it's you a full put time in. Job very, really. No, no, it's, it, I'm very passionate. For me, it's not a job. For me, I just love doing it because I know that if I'm doing this, I'm supporting this guy to get better. Wow. So success for me, um, and you've got to watch it too, by the way. So you can't go and give everybody, you know, a candle, for example. You can't be a candle. A candle, these are fake. The real candle <laughs> gives light to everybody else, but at the same time, it's diminishing itself. So you yeah. can't you can't be a candle. Yes. You can't be giving everyone positivity well, you're and, and promoting them, and then you yourself are going down. So you've got to be able to do, okay, um, I'm very successful in what I do. Now what can I do to help other people? Wow. Rather than how can I stay on top and make sure everyone else is below me? Mm. That to me isn't success at all. That is zero. Success is about sharing and making sure that you're, those people around you, you've done everything you possibly can do. And some people can't help financially, and some people can't go onto a camera and promote something. Yeah. Um, but you can say to a sister, you know, like uh, your sister, look, Marshall, you look beautiful. You can say to your wife, you look great. I, how many times I compliment you too? I love you too. You're always looking <laughs> we amazing. Love we love you too. So just a nice, kind word rather than a negative word. Yeah. Yes. Like sometimes people will see me for the first time and they'll probably say something negative. And I think, well, you could have done so much better by starting off positive, yeah. saying something positive, yeah. and not, let's not worry about that negative. Kind of yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's, there's a mindset that you're going to have, I think, to always make sure that you're going to be positive to the people you talk to. Yeah. Most people try and find a negative. Oh, where's his crack? Yeah. And let me get into that crack. Yeah. What for? I realised I realize that before because when you mentioned in, in a group of young boys that I'm going to do a, a video in relation to a place that might have shisha, and, and two of the boys were straight to the negative. And, and you came from a positive perspective and then you came at compromise to say, well, I'll do the restaurant, but I won't do that side yeah. of the business. So everyone wants to focus. They want to try and get what they can get on you. Mm. It's almost like you're in court all the time in, in the world. And I just want to reverse that a little bit to say, listen, don't, let's not worry about fault. Let's work about what we love about each other. Mm. And you, you're going to go home happier. Yeah. 
Like, give yeah. me times. How many times have you guys been in an argument with somebody and you'd ask me for my point of view? This is at parties. I'm not going to talk about what they are. And you ask me for my opinion. I said, look, I don't, I don't have an opinion. My opinion is I need to wake up for prayer. That is it. I don't care about this or that school of thought or this or that. It has nothing to do with me. For me, it's am I awake? Are my children awake for prayer? That's all it is. Mm, so I just, it just, and then when you get home, you know, you have an argument with someone. When you get home, you don't come home with, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. You've gone home and you're straight on Google. You're trying to reinforce what you know. <laughs> it's just madness. <laughs> why, would I, why would I want to do that? You're digging a hole bigger. Yeah, and you're thinking that, and then you want to go, and you've got this kung fu in your head. <laughs> what for? Do you know what I mean? I want to go home. Short. I want to go home and do other stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Not go yeah, on to like, Google and just to prove that I'm right. Amazing. So that's it? Just if you, I'd love for you to share with us, what would be like the highest point you've ever had? Like what would be that pinnacle where you say, you know what, alhamdulillah, I'm here, I, I, I've made it, or I, I feel successful. I feel, brother, I feel like I got somewhere where I, I didn't think I'll ever get that there. That time hasn't come yet, brother. <laughs> that person that says to you, I've got, that hasn't come. Aloha. That hasn't come. I love every single day, but if you tell me what's the absolute peak, brother, I'm still climbing that mountain like you two. There is no peak yet. Yeah, there is no peak yet. Where I'd like to go, I'd like to be able to be able to, see at the moment, it's mainly Melbourne based. Yeah. And there's a lot of other interstate stuff, but I just can't, I don't have the, the financial backing all the time to be able to go interstate and promote some of these businesses interstate. Business concept. But, but ideally, <laughs> ideally that's, uh, eventually that's where I'd want to be able to go to different, different states different and promote state, what man. they've got as well. At the moment, Amazing. I'm passionate about Melbourne, but there are other, other, They've reached out from, from your, other your states. Your followers, did you have a breakdown of that? Do you have? Yeah, so it, that's a funny story in itself because a lot of them are from uh, America, Canada, and the UK. Oh, wow. And so I did, I did one on uh, one brother that's here. Uh, he's got um, Cuban cigars, and they deliver Cuban cigars to you. So you and you with your friends, you call them a couple of hours in advance, Cuban cigars are delivered, and you can start smoking away. So they, you know, here I am smoking all this stuff with my friends and all the rest of it because I heard about these guys and ordered it. Um, they got banned on TikTok. Oh, and wow. it was banned because um, a lot of the viewers are in the US. Oh, wow. And they banned it. I'm thinking, well, why are you banning it for? All I'm having is Cuban cigars and saying you can order online. It's like, no, it doesn't fit into the, the, um, wow. the, the, the regulations of certain countries. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, that's oh, interesting. Mm. Amazing, huh? Uh, yeah. No, yeah. But it, it mesh a lot. Like, I can only imagine the challenges you face through the online process of going online and. Oh, uh, you know, I don't want to be on your thing. Do you look I, at the trolls? Like in how much was that? You know, it's a pun. There's not many trolls. There's there's not many well, because like, uh, uh, I, I'm never bragging about myself. You never see me saying, "Hey, I just sold this property and, and sold it." Yeah, yeah, no, you yes. never do. Yeah. You never see me in a um, going into a shop and buying something very expensive. There's never any of that. It's always just promoting those people around me to elevate them. Wow. And in hey, there's there's not many trolls. No, there are some that will try and troll you and. They do in all capital letters. They're the ones you love, the capital letters. <laughs> and I'll be saying like, oh, you're getting all this stuff for free. And it's like, you know, um, and then oh, you, you should be declaring this to the tax department. How many times have we gone out? I always pay the bill. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm known for paying the bill. So I'm thinking to myself, should I go back all these times and do a tax deduction? Because I've been paying at restaurants all the time. Even now, I try and insist on paying. Sometimes I'm invited by, by somebody Sometimes a place will say, listen, please, this is on us. And you can see it in it. Even though they can't afford it, you can see it means a lot to them. Um, yeah. And I'll say, yeah, look, thank you so much. But that doesn't, that doesn't, um, okay, that doesn't balance out whether I do it or not. Because yeah. if I don't like the place, and they all know this, if I don't like yeah, it, I'm not going to post it. This is a disclaimer that not many people know about you. Yeah, so there's a lot of places so. I go to, and then I just, um, I might have had a bad bad night, but I just won't post I never do anything negative. Mm. Sometimes I post, sometimes people say, well, it, you, every single place is great. They don't realize I only post maybe four times that week. Yes. There was three other days that week, because every night I'm somewhere. Yeah. There's another three days that, that I may not have liked it. Yes. And I'm not going to say anything negative, because it could have been that I might have had a bad night. Yeah. Could have been that a staff member had a bad night. Could have been that the chef w wasn't there. That should have been there. Yes, so yeah. I'm not going to put anything negative. I just, mm, I'm just like, not going to post it. So it doesn't post anything that he might not think he likes. No, no, that's right. So if it's amazing, I'll post it. Yeah. Um, now, there's certain things about amazing for me. It could be that it's got plenty of car park. That to me is perfect because I don't like those restaurants where I'm circling, circling. <laughs> By the time you get in there, you just want to, you know, you're, you're very frustrated. Um, and I don't like the uh, places where um, – you go there and the, the, the staff won't give you any attention. Yeah. Like, you know, you're waving away and there's no one that's coming to you. So there are all these little, the food, the food is one part of, 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 of the dinner. Review. Because there's so much others, you know, the parking, the friendship, everything around it. 100%. There's a whole vibe. 
So the food doesn't have to be 100% for me to still do a great review if I've had an amazing night. Mm. So everything adds up to that, yeah. including that's your amazing. own attitude. So that's why I don't do it in case my attitude was wrong that night. Maybe it was me and not the place that's that wasn't Allah. good. So, but Allah. Allah. that's really? what it is. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. amazing way I, I think a lot of things. people don't see that. A lot of people don't see the hardships and the thought pattern and the so much that are behind, you know, what you do and your intent. And in that, everyone judges, yes, you know, everyone judges, subhanAllah, you know. I don't, look, I don't worry about anyone judging other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So as long as you know what you're doing is right with between you and your creator, that is it. Other, anything other than that, people like, you know, uh, it's interesting when you say the trollers because one person's, one person I know really well, and this is a beautiful lady, she goes, oh, she's created another account, a fake account, to, <laughs> to make sure she says bad stuff about her own post because that drives Negativity oh, wow. drives. Um, wow. Yeah. So with me, I don't get enough of the negative <laughs> for wow. the driver. Oh, so I never thought about that. Yeah. Wow. So it doesn't get enough negative. So, so it's right. When you get negative, everyone starts yeah, and then suddenly. And that, that, that's what drags. That's what's meant to uh, click into the algorithm and say, hang on, we've got something here. We've got something that's a talking let, point. Let, let's focus about it. Yeah. But, um, and so some people do. I don't do that. I have some trollers. Trollers, I normally just allow them to stay on because I'm thinking to myself, okay, they might be lonely people. They might have nothing else to do. That that might be more about what's going on in their life than your life. Don't go negative back. Just be always polite back. Um, but the only ones that I delete completely and I ban them from going if they say something disrespectful to my about my wife. That is zero oh, wow. tolerance for that. And sometimes someone will say that? something. Yeah, they'll say something. Oh gosh, you never cooks. It could be the silliest thing. Oh, wow. And that's zero tolerance for that. I say, well, you know what? This is an adult platform my page for promoting and and uh, aspiring to be better, I'm uh, you're off. So that's you're, the only thing. Only other than that, if someone says something negative about me, don't no, that's fine. So you also get obviously you said before that uh, not many. I reckon some would say, "Oh, may Jesus uh, love you" and things like that. Muslim, uh, even Muslims uh, judging you. Do you get that? Oh, Muslims judge often because a Muslim wants to. Um, it's the Muslim community is great when they're at the mosque all together, <laughs> but outside that mosque. It seems as though they don't want always the best for each other. Yes, yeah, mm. you know, I'm just going to say it out there: the Christians aren't as much like that, to be honest with you, because I've had both sides. Yeah, I find that the Christians will rally around you to elevate you. I find that the Muslims sometimes it's maybe because it's the competition aspect that they're thinking they have to be better for themselves. So, but in a, in a mosque, oh yeah, we're all all standing. Some, you know, they'll do anything for you at that moment. Yes, yes. But outside that, to pick up a phone, call you and say, listen, I need you to sell my home. That's a bit more of a, that, that's almost like, the, the, it's a ton for them. Yeah, it's a mm. weighty thing. It's so it's, it's, it is. We, we, we might have felt that too in, in starting our business and st things like that. It's yeah, just, yeah it's 100%. True. Yeah. It is, you, it let, is this, is, this is an honest discussion, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Of course, so yeah. If you guys are being honest with yourselves, 100%. you would know there will be certain people who don't want you to succeed. 100%. Oh, and there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't do anything about and that. It, it's, it's, I think it's it's beautiful as well. I think it's good to have the hate. I think it's a just ref, it, it really helps, yeah. Because I think always when like we've copped we've copped you know the halal hate. You know what I mean? You guys are halal. You guys you guys you know right right. We've copped, yeah, we've a copped lot, we, at the start especially. Not hand slaughtered chicken. You know, you know, uh, where's your certification? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> look, you know, those, those guys there, the ones that do that, that's more about themselves than anything else. You just do the best that you guys can. hundred yeah, percent. And I love, I love you too. I love you too, really, really. And I wouldn't have come out here if I didn't think this is something that's going to benefit somebody Shalom, else. Inshallah. I, I just you. hope it's more than eight people that watch it. Inshallah, more than that. Inshallah, whatever Allah subhanahu wa taala is barakah. Like we said, if we change one heart, we've changed the world. Alhamdulillah, and that's yeah. we've, we've, we've been very blessed. Like feedback we're getting. Like I had, I had one guy. Me a call and said, "Bro, Allahi, after listening to one of the podcasts, uh, you know, I can, I can, I can run through a wall. Like I believe I can run through a wall. Like there's nothing going to stop me ever. And, and this, and, and I've never listened to anything like that. So, no, like we, we all, we all grab people differently. We have different personalities. We all have different focuses and different. Everyone's got a story. You know, different story. And, and subhanAllah, everyone remembers the stories. You know, like." It's amazing how much, you know, the story affects our lives and saying we see ourselves in that story sometimes. You yeah, know? well, anyone that's listening, especially if you've got an ailment, sometimes you're sick when you're younger and uh, you might not have, uh, you might have something that's wrong with you physically. Just understand that, look, that's going to define, don't let that negativity define you. Just embrace it and you'll be so much better. Like I got sick when I was really, really young. And even now there are a lot of things I can't do that, you know, people my age can do, but I've embraced other things that I love and it's elevated me to the point that I'm just, Alhamdulillah, very content. 
very, very content. So the, the young people, if you're sick when you're young, um, you know, st- stick with your creator. It's Everything's a test. If you just stick it out, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Amen. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. And so if I did pass away, alhamdulillah, that's, that, that would have been what was written. Amen, amen. And those I, around me just got to understand that I, as well. I can testify to what Eddie's saying because we've known him for a long time. He's always been an upbeat kind of person, doesn't like conflict. He's just always finding a solution then and yeah. sitting there and, and just digging a bigger hole. Yeah, sometimes I've fallen for the trap of arguing with somebody and then my whole night is wasted with one person arguing when I could be enjoying a, wherever I am, that, that dinner or the party, whatever it is. And here I'm in, in a corner focusing with one guy. So I've learned a long time ago, listen, if, just appreciate that they've they got a different per, uh, personality or different view, uh, opinion, in India. Um, but more the personality because they want they, they want to keep grabbing you and push you back in. It's like, no, no, no. Let, yeah, You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let, let me just get back to the party. I'm, try, I'm trying to film the food. I'm trying to film the food. So they just, they'll grab you. They, then you know, you know, they had them, they'll grab your arm and they push you back into to, to that conversation. Their per, personality is that they, this isn't over. <laughs> you know, Rumble I don't want, I want more flesh. Yeah, it's just it's, it's not me. I'm not that. I'm not confrontational. Just yeah, don't yeah, like you've never been no, 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 Just a few, few jakes here or there and walk off. <laughs> a few times you have been with me, especially you know, like no, you two are like my brothers. Though, it's a bit different. We can say what we want to <laughs> yeah. say, and then at the end so, of it, we always, we always have a ball. Yeah, but there's um, there are people that you just know that it's, you're just going down a rabbit hole yeah, like, yeah, with the discussion. Yeah, you're not going to win. No, 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 especially externals, no. Mashallah, but we've had amazing, beautiful, healthy debates, you know. We've had beautiful discussions at your place. You know? Allah Akbar, man. It's always, it's always been a pleasure. And mashallah, he also runs uh, iftar every year as well. He yeah, does a huge life. iftar with your wife. You know, I don't know how that much time I've got. So that started in my house because what had happened, I said to my wife, listen, okay, how we get, we're just doing Ramadan dinner on our own with your, your family. She goes, yeah. I said, don't you all get together and have Ramadan dinners? And she said, no. I said, okay, well, that should be that. We should invite your uncles and aunties because I think we should all be together for one Ramadan dinner, at least one. And if you remember, we started them at my house, That's right. and That's it might have right. been twenty or thirty people. Then it got to okay, Eddie, how about can we invite some our extended family? So then it was okay, that no problem. Then it got to a point where it was a hundred, hundred and fifty. Then it went to a smaller hall where I used to get one hall at a jani. Um, and now it's to the point where we've got like maybe three or four hundred people consistently sit down. Inshallah. But it's a sit down dinner. Yeah. So now I've got the two halls, one whole hall to pray, yes. the other whole hall uh, for the food. Like and uh, every year, subhanAllah, I just love it. It's bigger it's and amazing. Bigger. I love it. Just, it's, I it's, it. It's, it's, it's all comes together. together. Too much it all comes together. Yeah, and then but Zara and her mum and sisters, my mum helps as well. They all stress. Because it's up to them to feed all these people that have yeah, been fasting. That's right. And every year, Mishle, always every year, Mashallah do an amazing. Yeah, job. but it's it's the ladies. I just sort of coordinate a little bit. Yes, yeah, uh, it's the ladies that that, that do all of that. Inshallah. Yeah, so the hats off to all of them. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, Alhamdulillah. So what else are we going to talk about? <laughs> where to from here? Do you like honestly? Where, where to from here? What's 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 some so some with, with me, my real estate. I'm fortunate enough that both my boys um, saw the lifestyle it gave me. And so they they've both joined Moses the business Isaac. and both both joined the business. So um, for me, I'm thinking to myself forever now. Inshallah, I'm going to be seeing my boys every day. Alhamdulillah. So we're all going to be working together, and it's it's a great feeling. Um, I think I've got maybe another seven or eight years uh, where then I'll hand the reins over to him. Isaac's already doing extremely well. Moses Inshallah, is, is getting better and better every single day. So and I'll be in the background more, and I want to just keep promoting small business. Amazing. To me, it's really important, really, really important. That um, why is it so important? Because once small business is gone, life's going to change forever. So you're getting these big companies swallowing all these smaller companies. You can see it. I can see it. Everyone can see it. Really, it's the small companies. It's the small business owners that you know still the little independents. There was an IGA I went to the other day. They're independent compared to say you know your Woolies and your Coles and your Aldis. Yeah. We we need that. You you, you need we, that. We we can testify to that because we're in the small medium business and we can testify how hard it's getting, and our inner circle and our friends that are in the business they they're, they're really making a conscious decision. Either we get out, it's too hard. It's too hard. It is. But there's a baraka being a, your own business. Yeah, I mean, your own business. We know that. And so because there's a baraka, then we should try and yeah, no, and and, and help key. all those people around us. So I'll be the best ones for me though is the random spots where I'm just walking or see a place. And then think, okay, let me just go in there and do a bit of a TikTok, or it could be, um, you know, a little van somewhere. Take and and, that, and I'll say, listen, 
is it okay if I film a bit? And you're always skeptical. Yeah, what, no. what are you filming? Yes. What do you want? Can I come in the back and just film this? They don't want to do it. Yes, I said, brother, I'm going to pay you all. I'm going to pay you more than what you want. Just let me just film and let me just promote you a little bit. And it's not until later because there's so it, it's it's created a bit of a cult following where I'll do something and people will go there. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. They'll amazing. go there, 100%. and so these guys get smashed, and I'll never go back. Yeah, but I, I hear that they've done really really well, but I'll never go back because if you go back, it's almost like oh. I don't want that. Thank you. I'm so happy that That's they've done good. that. Yeah. And you and you know that they, and then I get these messages. They send you a message. Look, oh, sorry. Thank you so much. Next time it's on me. Bring your whole family. <laughs> but I, I just don't go back. But um, anything I can do to help somebody else. Amazing. I think that's what success is about. Sure if you can make good. other people smile. It's giving back. Giving and, them, giving yeah, back. but not even giving back. Like um, just just um, they haven't given me anything. For me to give back, it's just no, no. just give to them. Yes, give them, give, them. give them and elevate them and do everything you can. So the day you've passed on, you know you've done everything you can to help everybody else in the community. Yeah, but don't don't be that candle though. You can't diminish at the same time where yeah, you guys have nothing. It's good. It's good yeah. analogy. I like that I like analogy. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard that analogy. Everybody's that. everyone's come to the podcast. It's got different analogy. You know, one has you now put your you know remove the blinkers or mm. have a better focus. Or, so it's kind of like all of us find these these words that we associate. With a process that we need to take that makes us. So, why'd you get the candle? Yeah, the candle, I love amazing. the candle, yeah. They, they, don't they, diminish. They haven't diminished. Some, <laughs> somehow, I'm going to be that. I'm going to be that. They no, haven't diminished. They're rechargeable. <laughs> they say that, okay. Say rechargeable ones. Now, uh, did you want to talk about like uh, business or, you know, we, yeah, we, I, I think, yeah, I think. Because we've, we've, we've hit on a little bit about that before. So, most of my success hasn't come from my office. My office is the um, the cash flow to yes. get your success. It's your investment strategies. That you so have. it's the investments that you do and the wise investments that you do, uh, and everyone will have different things. So understand your wherever you work, that's only a driver to get cash flow, to then invest it in the ways that you think is the best. Uh, and everyone's going to be a bit different on that, but it's a very important point. Um, I don't want people to think, okay, well you're successful because your your company's making all this money. Mm. Your company's got money, but most of that money has to stay in the company. You guys know that. Yes, yes. You need cash flow in your business. Often everyone gets paid and sometimes you may not get paid. Correct. Yeah, that happens. Of course. Love so, know that. <laughs> so it's cash flow. It is cash flow. And so you've got to build up your cash flow so there's enough. But that, that business has to keep that. Everything else then is your investment. So eventually one day when you retire, you may be able to sell some stuff and make – that's where you made your money maybe from your company, your business. But most of your – most of the, the, the strategies you're going to do also between the ages of 40 and 50 – that's when you make most of your money. And you can talk to any entrepreneur, the, the longevity ones, and that's probably where they made it most successful. I know you've got some young people who they, they create something and all of a sudden they're more, but generally speaking in the pyramid, yes. the general part, yes. most of the people make it between 40 and 50. Before, before 40, you're still getting on your feet. You probably bought a home. You're trying to pay that home off. You've got a young family. By the time you're 40, you can start doing some moves. Yes. So between 40 and 50, and that's when uh, most of your success will come in terms of your Financial. Um, financial success. Yeah, yeah, and so with you guys, maybe the same thing. Yeah, 100%. yeah. And then after fifty, your 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 the the gears change to say, okay, we've we've had enough. Now it's now okay. How do I diversify and do some other, something else that I enjoy? How do I exactly. give others? How do I reduce debt? Yes. For a lot of people who invest heavily in property, by the age of fifty, it's about okay. Now we've got this massive portfolio. How can we reduce debt and they sell maybe several homes and it pays everything else off? Yeah. yeah. What do you say to the kids now that uh, want to get into the property market? And obviously, that's your forte. I what think do you say to the ones, the, first, the ones that obviously don't want to do riba? That's a, that's a big topic in our community. It's yeah. really a struggle for some that you know can't go moving forward. Okay. So for me, from very young, I decided that um, I would use the money from the bank, um, and that's a decision I made. And I know there's going to be consequences to that, but I, did, I made that decision and um, I did it initially. I paid my place property off, but I did it when I was buying my investment properties because I was thinking, okay, this is a way of alleviating my taxes, Yeah, balancing it out a little bit. Yes. Um, and that's, and I know, that's I, system I know that there's one day I might be accountable for that. And I, I um, but I made that decision. So will I tell somebody else to go and invest and borrow from the bank and do this and do that? I'm, I'm never going to do that, but I did it. I remember one time you asked me once to do something about how to how to invest in property, and I think it was at one of those camps. I, did, I won't do it because I, I'm involving them in things that maybe that doesn't sit right with them. But for me, it was always using the bank's money, not my money. So I'd buy something, I'd put the ten percent deposit on settlement. They'd give me back my ten percent and the stamp duty. I'd borrow, I always borrow one hundred and ten, one hundred and five percent. 
the full amount plus a stamp duty. To put the tenant in there, negative gear it, go it off my tax. Over 10 years, it's doubled in price. So you buy three or four properties and then you hold them for 10 years. You've got to be able to have the cash flow to hold them for 10 years and then you sell one or two of them, it'll pay the other one off. There's no way you're going to be able to do that, that in your lifetime if you don't use that formula. But there's, I'm not, I don't like to promote that. Um, and then, you know, but if somebody is going down that track, I'm happy to chat to them because you normally start with residential stuff and then when you can, you move yeah. on to the commercial. Yeah. Because that's when the- That's the, the big leap, yeah. Well, that's when the, um, yeah, the, 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 um, all the outgoings get paid, particularly yeah. the AAA leases, all the, all the outgoings get paid by yeah. the, by the company. And taxes and all everything. that. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Everything. So yeah. that, that's, that's, that's eventually. Yeah. I love it. Can I, can I take you through that journey because you were speaking about the topic because I remember you made some conscious decisions. You mentioned that when you, when, you, when you got sick, you changed a few things and you wanted to make sure financially your wife was set and you want to leave a burden. Well, I remember I, you made I, some conscious decisions then as well. I sold some properties then. Yes. Yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. I sold some properties then. So I, was, I, was, uh, I sold some properties. There was no debt. There was no anything. And then I did get better. Mm. I did get better. I feel like I'm against the wall now. <laughs> I got no, better. no, no, because yeah, no, 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 I'm not putting it against no, no, the wall. No, no, why, no, no, why, I'm why, this, I'm this, while, while this journey, I'm, my, this head, journey. my head's got me against the wall. So, but what happened? <laughs> what happened? I then made that um, that conscious decision. Okay, let me just invest more. I'm doing better. Let me invest a little, little bit more. I'm and then, um, right. so at the moment, it is amazing. I've got enough for me. Somebody else might want a lot more, but I'm I'm happy and content with what I've got. And, um, but, but it, it, there was the banks involved. The banks were involved. And I remember at the time they said to me, you can get the money in a more halal way. And I went down that avenue and the interest rate was higher. Yeah. And I thought, okay, well, yeah, it might be more halal and I've got to pay more. And then maybe paying more is better, but I didn't go down that track because I found out that they're getting the money some somewhere else, which was, um, an mm. avenue. Anyway, I don't want to get too much yeah, into yeah, it. I so I just decided to stick into what I did. And But I'm not, I'm not saying that that's the right decision. No, no, no. no, no, no. I made that decision. Again, Ed's, look, we, are, we, so we live in the West. These are, And I totally agree with you. A lot of people don't understand that the system in play is that you need to counter that tax, especially when you're – you're turning over a such a high amount. In real estate, you're not selling anything under a million dollars these and days. And there's no cash. There's in no real cash. estate, there is zero cash. cash. Everything so is checks through checks. the solicitors yeah. and through the banks. So, so if, you know, if you're so doing a $30 million in that year, there's a, there's a big tax that you've got to write there, off somewhere. There, there's massive taxes. Every property you sell, understand. there's massive taxes. There's GST on top of that. Yeah, but when you've got your own company, like you guys know, there's all these other things. You, you, I mean, uh, I'm fortunate enough that I was able to buy my own property place out, but a lot of people don't, yeah. but I still pay rent as if I'm the renter. Yes. Um, you've got rent that goes up most times every year. You've got the energy bills on, you know, your place, the energy bills will go up 25%. To a family, that might be $1,000 a year. To you guys, that could be like tens of thousands of dollars. That's right. Exactly. These are all these things, but you can't increase your burger too much. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. 100%. Everything goes up in price. But if you increase that burger by $5, they're gone. Yeah. Even your most loyal one says, oh, look, I can't afford it now. It's it's very it's a, it's a balancing act. It's crazy. I, I, I had a chat to a friend yesterday, last night. I was on the phone with a friend. Because I went to Sorrento, I had a pizza and a drink. I paid sixty bucks. It was one pizza and a drink. He goes, a small pizza and a drink, sixty bucks. He goes, I'm never gonna work there. I go, bro, I go, inflation is inflation. I go, it's reality. We're gonna be paying fifty bucks for a pizza. You'll see. It's, it's gonna be a standard. Yeah, yeah. We used to we used to pay. I remember as a kid, my dad used to give me a dollar, one dollar. I used to buy with it a big M, yeah, a donut. <laughs> I remember I used to go to lunchtime, let's go buy a big M, a donut, and leftover lollies. Yeah, mixed with the lollies. one dollar. The 20 yeah. cents mixed lollies. And you're there, and you're picking it. I want one, I want that. And the guy had the patience for you. Yeah, yeah. You go into a store and they'll slap you out if you want to try and tell them you want this and that. It's already mixed for you. You can't even get that for $10 today. Yeah. What do you mean? Mixed, mixed no, lollies. You can't. Get yeah, no, you, can't. you can't. A big M. Like, yeah. I used to get the big, big M, yeah. <laughs> and the donut and the lollies for one dollar. Yeah. So everything's going to go up. It's inflation. That's what's happening it is. in the world. But you guys, uh, it's, it's hard. You're. you're uh, in your your position, it is very it is, very it hard is very it's very because challenging. it's um yeah the the consumer out there they're finding it tough as well exactly yes. yeah. and that's so like your friend your friend saying sixty bucks like that would have been a lot for him yes. to pay sixty dollars uh, may or may not be but it, it would have been to me I would assume it's a lot of money for one pizza yeah um and so I understand their point of view as well mm. but the but a small business point of view is that listen if I don't do this my whole my whole livelihood is gone. Yes. We have to increase our prices, and often I'll, I'll pay the extra amount um, if it's good if it's good quality. Yeah, exactly. See, 
you know, you guys, right? People don't see this. I can go to McDonald's and get myself a burger. So when it comes to my real estate office, I charge a certain amount. People might think that's expensive, but what you get for that, if you realize what you get for that and what's built into that, yes. um, it is it is so much more than what you think. Yeah. See, your patties are made differently. Your um, your amounts tell me you, you make um, the the meat every day fresh. Cheese chili salsa. We make a fresh chili. We make our own cheese sauce every morning. We make it twice a day. We McDonald's the, doesn't do that. We, we, what I'm trying to say is, you can go to McDonald's, but there's a reason that's cheaper and it's 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 mass produced. It's not as good for you. It's not as healthy for you. There's a lot of other things. 100%. So yeah. what you guys are, are are giving people is fast food that's healthy. That's why always people say, oh, no, fast food's bad for you because you go get the one that's for $2. That hasn't increased its, you know, their, their soft serve hasn't increased it for like 50 years. <laughs> but God, I don't know what's in there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Everyone, yeah. Then they say, oh, fa- fast food is yeah, all bad for you. Yeah, yeah because you, you're going to the cheap one. You can get quick food, not far, you know, quick yeah. food served, you know, served in, in moderate time that's healthy for you, but you've got to pay up for that. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Right. We, had, we, had, this, we had this guy come to us. Uh, what he called? Uh, he was like, uh, he goes, you can make the chemicals to make the burger. Tastes he, exactly the same. He goes, he goes, he goes, give me a burger. I'll replicate it. And it'll be all like fats and all this stuff. And he goes, it'll cost you like six bucks a kilo. Like, and I said, what do you mean? He goes, bro, he goes, he goes if I put him next to you, you would not know. And he goes, he's like a chemist. And he, mm. he's telling us like he wants to do this for us. And I said, bro, my son's going to eat this. Mm. I'm going to eat this. I can't do this. And he, he goes, no, don't worry. It's still good and stuff. I said, no, nah, man. You know what? So Nothing like there, real meat. I know, but there's always a part of me when someone comes to me like that and I think, okay. But it's so diminished by everything else that I, I, I let it go. Yeah. But there's always this thing where if you can get something a bit cheaper and you consider it, there's a slight of me that will consider it slightly because I always want to give a person there five minutes when they come and talk to me. But there's always something. There's always a drawback. If you get that cheaper, it's going to be like what you're saying. You're going to compromise on someone's health. Like, like we went to the boardroom once and my nephew was sitting with us and a guy, you know, did his proposal and it was the bread was cheaper. Good quality, in par with ours. And he was just very rude, very arrogant. Yeah. And he's like, my nephew's like, you know, we're going to use him. You know, it's cheap enough, good enough product, cheaper than what we're currently paying. And Ahmed said, I'll never use him. And his money was like, why? And I said, one thing in business is you want to deal with ethical people yeah. that you believe are like-minded. It's not only about the money. Yeah, not about 100%. The, and, and they've got to be likable. 100%. You so, deal with people that are likable. So, yeah. you know, these these young chaps are not understanding yeah. these, these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, Cause, and cause, our bread supplier, he, he's, he bakes every morning for us. Yeah, and, he's, and, and he's been a friend of mine for over yeah. 30 years. That's what's important here is that if you've got – you've got to be loyal – just want, like you want your community to be loyal to you. Exactly. You've got to be loyal to the people that provide for you. 100%. So if someone's a little bit more expensive, you've got to say, look, you know what? I, I'm expecting my, my customer to be loyal to me. I've got to be loyal to this guy. So there, there is a yes. chain. Yes. Yes. And if you, if you cut that chain, somehow it'll, 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 it'll ripple down the track. It does. It does. And it's amazing how like, even like the Marino Brothers, we, you know, we've been yes. using the Marino Brothers for many, many years. And I remember we had an event, Fiesta events at a major event. We needed corn. All right. Mm. And- Nobody corn was all bought out. It was all was it was actually bought out by LD internationally and uh, nationally. nationally. How long ago was that? Oh, that was about maybe two thousand eight, yeah. nine, I think. Yeah. yeah. So there was no corn in the market at all, and he's like, they've bought everything out. They had a special. They've had the special. They were planning this special for three months. So they, the coals didn't have corn. No corn. So you can imagine what. what and we had a long major event. Like we had, we had a, a major, major event. event. We needed two pallets of corn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine and that. and the Marinos got two pallets with LD <laughs> stickers and, and packaging on it. Yeah, I was going like, to say that's what you'll do. You go to LD. And he bought. He got it for us. No, so it, it, it was already allocated he, for LD. He purchased it through them for us at an amazing yeah. rate. Yeah. Like, so he he actually got yeah. and, and everyone's like he went above and beyond exactly for you guys. Loyalty, exactly. And so you and we're still with him to this day. Yeah. Till this day. Yeah, you have to. So, isn't that amazing? I used to love your corn. You know what's my favorite corn? No, like overseas, wherever I am, if I see it on a barbie. And it's all blacky. I love it. Okay, yeah. Zara likes it boiled. Yeah. That's the only thing we got yeah, different. I love, I love the charcoal. You like we, charcoal as yeah, well? Yeah, well? I love it. The, the boiled the char- one. The oh, okay, not. I can do that at home. The charcoal one. We built a barbecue that can hold over a hundred corns yeah. on two sides, where you need four people to operate it, just purely nice. for corn. Yeah. Oh, we love how, how, that. Was how, the, how quick can you fire it up? <laughs> Everyone loves corn. corn Everybody. Eat, that's the only thing I think I can eat on a run. Like when I'm walking, yeah. I'm going to eat it. Yeah. Anything else, I find it very difficult. Overseas, man, we always go get corn, you know, like Malaysia. Yeah. When we were in, yeah. always we'd go Bali. get corn, Bali. Yeah. It's the best thing ever. Uh, it's probably not the best thing for you, I've been told, and what I read. Yeah. But um, it's, a beautiful it's, it's one thing about it when you're walking 
in the sand, particularly, yeah. oh, it's the best. Humbling. But I used to love at, at Victoria Market. You guys had that, that yeah, stand there. That was the first yeah, stand, yeah. 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 One of the first ones. Time flies, man. Time flies. Yeah, who who would think we've gone through all these journeys and where we are today? Well, yeah. you, you're still growing because now yeah, we've got uh, the My Pie. My Pie. Yeah. My Pie and Coffee. Which um, I'm going to give it a crack <laughs> soon enough. Inshallah. I think Inshallah. it is. Exactly. Like I want to ask you a question, Ed. Yeah. If you could go back in time, like you mentioned Back to the Future, and have a chat with the young Ed's before cancer, what would you? What would you? What advice would you give him? So I actually did a uh, a Facebook on a dear diary, and I, I wrote a letter to my sixteen year old self, and I said that, um, and it was a very emotional letter for me, just saying, look, you know, you're going to come out of it. You're going to have some hard times, but you're going to come out of it. You're going to have an amazing family. You're going to have amazing people around you, and you'll be super proud if you know who you who who, who I am now. And I still feel it now. Wow. I think I'm so proud. Like if that young guy, he had, he was thinking, how am I going to be a doctor or a lawyer? Because, you know, when you're young, you're a product of your parents and what they want you to do. It's not until they realize, okay, he's not going to – you know, for some people, it might be my son's going to be a soccer player. Yes, and yes, I take yes. – they buy all the soccer stuff and all the, the kids the – kids, he's okay, <laughs> but he knows deep down he's not a soccer player. <laughs> yeah, it's not until the father realizes that he's not going to make it that the kid then evolves into himself. Yeah, for a Lebanese boy, it was more like you're, you're a doctor. And then even after I finished year 12 and I got a, you know, got a degree in psychology. Um, doctor. My dad was saying, oh, can we still say you're a doctor in Lebanon? <laughs> and I said, listen, you can say what you want, but I'm not, I'm not practicing. I'm not a practicing psychologist. I've got the degree. I've done what I've had to do, um, but I'm not going to practice it. So, but, so I think initially they thought I was a doctor or something. <laughs> overseas. So, but we're living our parents' dream. Yeah, it's yes, not until yeah. we start li- living our own dream for it. And a lot of the young ones out there now. Yes. So if, if you're, I was on a, I was in a fruit trees and my dad had a lot of fruit trees at the back with a pocket knife and be eating them. So if you're in a, you're, if you're in a, that fruit tree and with your pocket knife and um, you just don't know where you're going to go, just understand, just be, the, the, just keep your prayers up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wish for what you want to wish for. And you'll get there. Amen. Amen. You'll get there. I think everyone will get there. Alhamdulillah. Whatever they want to do. Amen. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Eddie. Well, I'd say thank you for well, your time. Had an amazing uh, discussion. Today. Yeah, I love, I love you too, boys. <laughs> love, love, love you, Allah 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 bless you and all your hard work and please. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for letting me come out here and then edit the way you want. Just make sure my gut looks good. You always look amazing. Allah Thank you. Good voice. Thank you very much. Thank you for.